Welcome to Understanding Spoken Russian with Mark Thompson. Mark has been teaching students from all over the world to quickly and easily speak Russian. And now, here's Mark. Hey guys, welcome to my new course, Understanding Spoken Russian. If you're having trouble understanding fluent Russian speech, you've come to the right place. Maybe you're new to the language and you're curious what your Russian friends are saying. Or maybe you've been studying for a while and can speak okay, but you find listening to Russian frustrating, especially when they talk so fast. Either way, in this course, we're going to unlock the mysteries of spoken Russian. And I have to say, I'm really excited about this one. It fits perfectly with my Russian Made Easy podcast because it takes the opposite approach. In that course, as you build up a big vocabulary, we do a whole lot of speaking. You're always repeating after the native speakers and translating English phrases into Russian. And that's great. That's what a conversational Russian course should do. But not here. This podcast is all about listening and understanding. The beautiful thing about that, as you'll see, is that it takes the pressure off of you. I won't ask you to memorize anything, and yet, all the same, you'll find yourself slowly but surely understanding spoken Russian. And I have a whole lot of experience with that. I've been living in Russia and now Ukraine for over 10 years. My wife, Darina, and I have three kids under the age of five who we're raising to be trilingual. Each of them speak English, Russian, and Ukrainian. And having carefully observed their language acquisition these past few years, I've gotten fresh insight into how they're doing it, how these little kids come to understand language so quickly. I understand the process now, a process you and I can exploit right here in these lessons. So let's get started. Imagine you're hanging out with some Russian friends and one of them, Yuri, is searching frantically for something. Listen as Polina asks him which places he's looked already. В машине? В чемодане? В комнате? Don't worry about echoing what the speakers say. We do tons of speaking in my other courses. For now, I just want you to relax and listen. So, Polina asks Yuri about other spots he may have searched. Listen. На столе? На диване? На подоконнике? Do you hear the yeah sound at the end of those words? It's not a yeah. I would spell it Y-E-H. Yeah. Let's listen to it some more in a different context. This time, Sergei is listing the places where he's worked. В Нью-Йорке. В Лондоне, в Киеве, в Бостоне. And Paulina laughs and adds, Да, и в Старбаксе, в Макдональдсе, и в Бургер Кинге. That yeah sound at the end of all those places is a location marker. It tells Russians that someone or something is located in or on that place. Because in their simplest forms, those words don't end with yeah. In their simple dictionary form, they are mashina, 
Chimadan, Komnata, New York, Boston, and so on. No yeah sound. Here's the key point. A yeah sound at the end of a word often, but not always, marks it as a location. So file that away for a moment and listen to this next bit. We're going to hear the word gidea, and I want you to figure out what it might mean. Gidea. Hear that GD combination? Listen again. Gidea. So, Yuri is a musician, and just before a gig, he's in a panic, running around the apartment looking for something. Listen. Где гитара? Где саксофон? Later, you're in a shopping mall with Yulia and her little boy, Andrusha, and suddenly she turns around and the kid is gone. In a panic, she asks, Где Андрюша? What do you think Gdia means? Gdia translates as where. It's our one new word for the lesson. And notice the beautiful symmetry. Gdia is asking about a location, and thus it, too, ends with that yeah sound. Gdia v New Yorkia. Gidea v McDonald's yeah. It's just one example of the incredible importance that rhyming plays in the Russian language. Now here is our first exercise. Imagine Paulina is on her smartphone connecting with her friends who are located all over the world. Yuri, who's sitting with you on the couch, asks her where each friend is. Can you translate what they're saying? Где Марианна? Марианна в супермаркете. So he asked, where is Mariana? She is in the supermarket. Где Людмила? Людмила в Омске. Where is Ludmila? Ludmila is in Omsk. Omsk is a city in Russia. Где Семён? Семён в Одессе. Where is Semyon? Semyon is in Odessa. Где Павел? Павел на стадионе. Where's Pavel? Pavel is at the stadium. Stadion, stadium. They traded an M for an N. Of course, since they were located in those places, the words all had that yeah sound at the end. Now, remember our musician friend who was in a panic looking for his instruments? 
listen to these more complex replies, and again, see if you can spot the word with the yeah ending. По-моему, твоя гитара находится на балконе. Вчера я увидела твой саксофон на диване. Твоя гитара в моей машине в багажнике. По-моему, твоя гитара находится на балконе. На балконе. A balcon is a balcony. Вчера я увидела твой саксофон на диване. На диване. A divan is a couch or a sofa. Твоя гитара в моей машине в багажнике. That last phrase had two location words. В машине. В багажнике. A машина is a car. And then, did you hear the word baggage there? Багажник? В багажнике. A багажник is the trunk of a car where we, of course, put our baggage. But to be in the trunk, it's в багажнике. В багажнике. Now, the location can be pretty much anywhere or anything. Imagine someone's asking, what's in the soup they're eating? Listen. Что в супе? Картошка? Грибы? Soup is acting as a location, so it needs that yeah sound added on. В супе. By the way, that f sound before the word, f supia, translates as in. As long as there's that yeah sound at the end. Same with v, v bagajnike. There's that yeah sound at the end, so the v translates as in. Same with na, na stadionia. We have that yeah at the end, so na must mean inside. Let's work with a few more locations. There's a popular grocery chain here in Ukraine called Novus. Novus. So who is in Novus right now? Listen. Сергей сейчас в Новусе. So Sergei is in Novusie. Did you hear the yeah ending? Novus becomes v novusie because Sergei is located there. V novusie. 
Epicenter is another big chain. It's a carbon copy of Lowe's in the U.S. Epicenter. So who is in Epicenter right now? Настя сейчас в Epicenter. Nastya. The Hermitage Museum in St. Petersburg is the highlight of any visit to that incredible city. Hermitage. So, who is in the Hermitage at the moment? Marvin and Clarissa сейчас в Hermitage. Marvin and Clarissa are now in the Hermitage. Сейчас в Эрмитаже. You might be wondering, why is this guy making such a big deal about that yeah ending? I'm sure I'd get the meaning even if I didn't hear it. No, you wouldn't. Because, for example, Linda Idiot Vastarbucks, without the yeah at the end, has a very different meaning. In fact, it means the person is not there at all, but only on their way. So being able to spot that yeah ending is crucial. In these next ones, in fact, that's all I want you to do. Just tell me whether you heard the yeah location marking at the end. You ready? Masha учится в университете. Heard it which means that Masha is studying in the university. Мы идем на дискотеку. I heard a location, дискотеку, but I didn't hear the yeah ending. So that probably means that someone is going towards the дискотек. Юрий пошел в магазин. Again, I heard a location, a magazine, is a store, but I didn't hear the yeah ending. So the guy, Yuri, must be going to the store, to the magazine. Mama работает в магазине. Ah, there I heard it. В магазине. So mom is working in the store. These next ones will be harder. Listen. Блин, я забыла в ресторане свою сумку. Did you hear it? It was in the middle of the phrase. Listen again. Блин, я забыла в ресторане свою сумку. В ресторане, in the restaurant. Next one. Твоя гитара была в подвале. Не знаю почему. So the guitar was in the подвал. В подвале. Those are two words. В подвале. The yeah ending has to be added even to the end of people's names 
if they're acting as a location. For example, let's say Uncle Igor has lost his spider collection. So everyone's searching the apartment for them. Suddenly, Polina sees one and she screams. You see, Marvin became na Marvinia. Na Marvinia. Bart became na Bartia. Na Bartia. Olga became na Olgia. Na Olgia. Even Mama became na Mamia. На маме. And now, Mark's language learning tip of the day. Two tips, actually, in this maiden episode of the course. The first is, whenever you learn something, someone's name at a party or some new words in a Russian course, you need to take a short break and think about something else. That will be the function of these language tips in each episode, to get you thinking about something different. Why? Because a few minutes later, when I ask you to recall what we learned, that gap allows your brain to make that first pathway back to the new information. Back to the person's name, or the new words, or whatever you just learned. That gap is a key part of developing your memory. The other tip is this. When you're just starting out in a new language, believe it or not, the meaning of most words is irrelevant. Take my two-year-old son, William. The other day, I asked my father-in-law where he put our rocking chair that no one was really ever using. He told me it's... Now I know that William does not know where that is. He's never been down there. But now he knows that the podval is a location. The f sound in front and the ye at the end tell him that. And he knows a little more than that, actually, because he knows that in Russian, pod means under or beneath. We're always telling him, William, your toy is pod stalom, under the table, or pod kaladilnikum, under the fridge. So if I asked him, William, is the podval up or down? He would correctly point downwards but he has no image of the place in his mind. Instead, his brain categorizes the word podval as a place below us 
where we store big things that we no longer use. You could say that he gets the gist of the word. The precise meaning isn't important to him, not yet. But the word is in there, and it's nicely set up as a location. All he needs is for Daddy or Grandpa to bring him down to the Pudval one day, and then he'll finally understand what it actually is. Now you might be thinking, come on, why not just tell us anyway? What's the harm? Well, for one thing, a basement in an American single-family home is a very different place than the Pudval in a Russian apartment building. So the image that you'd form in your mind if I said, Pudval means basement, it would be way off. But the real reason is, for most words, in the earliest stages of your studies, okay, the meaning is an unnecessary burden. Instead, just for a little while, let's be like William, free to listen for the various language markers and be happy just at first, with getting the gist of what someone said. Okay, let's get back to it. This time, let's see if you can spot our locational ending, yeah, in this song clip. Just listen for now, and then I'll go through it with you and help you find it. Tell me, where does the woman wish she lived? Listen again. Did you hear Na Manhattan On Manhattan? Она хотела бы жить на Манхэттене. Remember, the basic form of the word is just Manhattan. Manhattan. How about this TV clip? Talking about the weather. Снег в Москве не ожидается. До следующего вторника, по крайней мере. Listen again. Снег в Москве не ожидается. Snow in Moscow is not expected. The word for Moscow ends with an A, Moskva. But if it's acting as a location, in Moscow, it becomes в Москве. Снег в Москве не ожидается. До следующего вторника, по крайней мере. Tell me, where can someone buy bananas? Listen. Бананы можно купить в Новусе. Bananas, it's possible to buy in Novus. В Новусе. How about this? Where is our old divan? Наш старый диван в подвале. It's in the podval. 
Where can someone buy a good divan? Listen. Хороший диван можно купить в эпицентре. In epicenter. Next, you'll hear a location used in two phrases. In the first one, someone will talk about going there. So we won't hear the yeah sound. In the next one, they'll say they are located there. Just listen for the endings. The key word in this one is park. Мы сейчас идем в парк. Сегодня в парке будет концерт. Did you hear it that time? В парке. Сегодня в парке будет концерт. The key word in this next one is работа. Я иду завтра на работу. Я буду на работе допоздна. Did you hear it in that second one? На работе. Я буду на работе допоздна. Холодильник is the key word here. Listen. Возьми бутылку из холодильника. Есть молоко в холодильнике. That one was tough. You had to hear the difference between из холодильника with that a at the end and в холодильнике. Из холодильника. В холодильнике. All right, here's our final exam for this episode. Can you translate the gist of these phrases? If you hear a location without the yeah sound, we'll assume that the person is on their way there, okay? You ready? Michael сейчас в Лас-Вегасе. Michael is now in Las Vegas. Maria едет в университет. Maria is traveling to the university. Gloria сейчас на дискотеке. Gloria is now inside the discotheque. Frank сейчас в мини-маркете. Frank is now in the mini-market. Завтра мы едем в Аризону. Tomorrow we are traveling to Arizona. Greg сейчас на концерте.
Greg is now at a concert. Я иду в Starbucks. I'm going to Starbucks. How did you do? If you got most of those right, you're off to an excellent start. I mean, think about it. You're already able to understand the gist of a variety of common Russian phrases, and yet we really only learned one word. Gidea. And one hugely important idea, that yeah often marks a word as being a location. All right, I'll see you in lesson number two, where we figure out why so many Russian words end with an L. Купил. Сказал. Смотрел. What do all those L's mean? I'll see you in the next lesson. This has been another episode of Understanding Spoken Russian with Mark Thompson. For more time-saving tips and shortcuts for learning Russian, head over to understandingspokenrussian.com.